Hey everybody on Anchor. I hope you are all having a fantabulous Friday. And um, to those who listen to my podcast elsewhere, hello. It's Melissa Rowe here. And oh my gosh, I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> That's not good. Um, this is, yes indeed, the potified random cast of awesomeness. Yay! Um... <laughs> I hope you guys are all doing good. I'm posting this to Twitter and Facebook as well. <clears throat> um, well, tonight the uh, 24 and 48 readathon begins. It actually begins at midnight Eastern time Saturday morning. Um, that actually confused me because it's because it said midnight Friday on the on the. Um, the initial page where I went to sign up and then I had to go read the FAQs and then I got the clarification that it actually starts at midnight Saturday, technically at 12.01 or at 12 o'clock a.m. tonight. So because technically, you know, midnight is still considered, I mean, it's it's considered the next day. So, so tonight the readathon begins and you have until midnight um, on Sunday night, which actually it is, you know, midnight Monday morning. Um, basically 48 hours to read up to 24 hours of books. So you can listen to audiobooks. You can read Braille. You could read... Uh, I don't have any Braille books to read. Shame, shame. Um, because I'm, I really feel that Braille is very, very, very important. Um, there are a few people, there is actually, um, a person who goes to my school who is also blind, who doesn't really feel the same way about Braille that I do, but I personally think that Braille is, is a, it's a dying art and it's a dying language. I mean, I feel like Braille is going to become one with hieroglyphics pretty soon if we don't revive it, you know, because people, well, people need to start using Braille more. I mean, thank God for Braille displays. Because that's kind of doing, you know, the doing Braille justice and trying to revive it. And, um, and if anything, you know, Louis Braille is certainly to be, um, praised for, you know, giving us that awesome language, you know, with technology coming in and invading our lives at a rapid pace, it's important to keep Braille part of it. And... Um, the only Braille book I have actually, no, I lied. I have Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass. I had to read that for English Lit. So actually I do have that, but I already read Alice in Wonderland a few months ago. So I'm not going to read that again. Um, (laughs) but, uh, um, and then I have stats books. Hey, anybody want to do statistics? Yay. All my math books are always Brailled at school. Yuck. I'm so done with math. Thank God. I'm so glad I picked an English major. Yay! Um, because math is not, you know... Thankfully, math is not my problem anymore. <laughs> math problem. Anyway, I know. I'm being really crazy. Anyway, so tonight, the readathon begins, and I'm looking forward to it. So, what I'm doing... Um, bless you, bless you. Bless you! Oy, my friend just sneezified. It's allergies, and they're 
they're really bad in the spring, but in the summer, they're just as bad almost. I don't know. Um, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah. Um, we are going to follow Eastern time, even though we're here in California. So for those who are in the Pacific time zone, the readathon will begin in your time at 9 p.m. tonight. So that's like in a little over an hour from now. Um, it'll begin at 9 um, and then it'll end 9 o'clock Sunday. And I like that better only because um, I could read a little bit tonight before I go to bed. And then I could wake up at 8 o'clock. When I, when I always wake up at 8 o'clock to take care of the dogs. But I figure I could read until like 12 or 1. And um, because the readathon, um, the people that host the site, they are working in the Eastern time zone. So um, you basically can start in the Eastern time zone or you could start in your time zone. If you want to start at midnight, that's totally up to you. But then you'd go until midnight Monday morning. Um, but basically this whole weekend you have to read, uh, the, the goal is to read 24 hours of books. If you can't do 24 hours, it's not going to kill you. Um, they have door prizes they give away in order to be registered to win any prizes. You do have to sign up. So I would Google 24 in I N 48 readathon, uh, 2018. That's what I had to do. Um, and there will be a page, <clears throat> a page, excuse me, that says how to sign up. By the time people listen to this, um, either you, you know, because I, I do post this out to Twitter. And this is also my way of, instead of getting on Twitter and sending out 10 million tweets, oh my god, are you ready for the readathon? Yay, 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 yay. I'm coming on Anchor and I'm talking about it. But I will be sending out tweets. Um, use the hashtag 24in48 if you want to... Um, contribute to the readathon uh, participating on social media is optional you're not required to um so i'm um i'm gonna be posting some tweets on twitter but not as much because i want to focus on my reading um i know that my first book i'm going to be reading um because I just have to, is uh, How to Exit Your Body and Other Strange Tales by Christopher Maxim. And that was on Kindle. I picked it up yesterday. And yay for the echo, because it actually reads reads uh, Kindle books. Basically, Christopher Maxim is an author of short stories. He's known for some of his stories that's on Creepypasta. Um, that is such a weird name, but it's pretty widely, worldwide known. If you don't know about creepypasta, definitely Google it and you will be in good hands because it's pretty crazy stuff. But, you know, creepypasta and all of that, um, I, I don't know. So I, I honestly don't know if, if that is a true story because he actually writes short stories. Um, but he actually had a video um, through, was it Creepypasta? No, it was called No Sleep. No Sleep? Oh. And it was a story about a, a husband who was experiencing his wife's sleep-talking episodes <laughs> where she's, you know, wanting to talk, wanting to kill him, like, talking in her sleep. Um, I don't know what the video was called, but you have to just go freaking look it up. It's about a wife... Talking in her sleep about killing 
Oh, well, something. Just Google it up. Google it. Look it up. It's a good story. I don't know if that's a true story because, like I said, he writes short stories. I just know that he he wrote that story. Um, And if it's true, it's creepy. Um, So, yeah. And when I looked it up, when I looked up the, the book description on the Kindle, I was like, yes, 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 I have to read it. And so is my friend. She wants to read it. So that's what we're starting off with tonight. Yeah. And um, <coughs> once we do that, I know I have a book on Audible I need to finish. I've downloaded some books on BARD, um, the National Library Service. I downloaded some books this evening to work on those. And... Mm, I don't know just yet where else I'm going to go. What I'm actually going to do is I'm going to leave tomorrow kind of my day to just read what I have. Because I know, like I said, there's some tidying up of loose ends that I need to do. Um, there's an Irving Stone book that I want to read. Um, I, I, I am like 5% of the way through it. But it's a textbook, so I have a synthesizer read it to me. And it's very interesting. I love the book, but I wish I had an audio narrator. An audio narrator? A human narrator? Oh, dear. Um, I wish I had a narrator to read it because it's a very long book. You know, Irving Stone is known for long books. I've read, um, I I guess his most well-known book, which I haven't read, because I've been, like, kind of interested in presidents, uh, his well-known book is The Agony and the Ecstasy. That's the one about Michelangelo. That one I have to read. Um, it's actually his most well-known book. Um, but I've read Love is Eternal. Actually, believe it or not, you know, since I'm talking about Braille, um, I used to live in Ontario, California. Not Ontario, Canada. That's kind of a weird s- story in itself because... When people see Ontario, CA, you know, they think Canada for some weird reason. And there was a time when I did go camping at a camp for the blind. And I was in a cabin with nothing but Canadian girls. And so for two weeks, I was hearing, eh, eh, eh. Or, you know, all their, their different accents and their different things. And I ended up picking up their dialect. And when I came home for like two days, I was talking you know, I sounded like I was from Canada. And when I told somebody I'm from Ontario, they're like, Canada, right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but there there was a library in my hometown. And the first book I checked out, because they actually got a collection of Braille books. And so my dad was like stoked about it. He's like, they have Braille books. You got to go check this out. And it was just like letting me loose in a candy store because it was Braille wasn't very high in demand. So I went and I took advantage of it. And the first book that I checked out was Love is Eternal um, by Irving Stone. And that's with uh, Abraham and Mary Todd Lincoln. That was the first book I ever checked out, along with Romeo and Juliet. Ouch! I think I underestimated that book because I was in sixth grade. And I was like, oh my god, it's Shakespeare! I should read it! And it was just a little too much for me back then. Um, (laughs) But I ended up reading it later anyway in high school and... Yeah, I'm still not a fan. I I like Shakespeare, but I'm not a fan. Uh, Honestly, I enjoyed Dr. Faustus by Christopher Marco. I enjoyed that one a lot better than Romeo and Juliet. Yikes. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So there's this other book that Irving Stone wrote called The Passions of the Mind, and it's a biographical novel on Sigmund Freud. And I've been wanting to read it, but... When you're so spoiled and you're so used to 
audiobooks from Audible and Library of Congress when they have a textbook with a synthesizer and it's very hard to read it sometimes. Yeah, I know the synthesizers are more natural sounding these days, but I'm spoiled. I want an audiobook. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't mind reading a textbook if it was like maybe uh, when it comes to book length, audio length. Um, voice dream usually says like if it's a if it's a book that's like five or six hours to read I, I don't mind that but his books are like in the 20 to 30 hour range and it's just like ouch <laughs> I, I can't listen to a synthesizer read to me for 20 hours owie 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 I do that enough with college textbooks um but you know I I, I just wish this one was I've looked for it on audible a uh, library of congress doesn't have it in audio um and I've looked for it everywhere, and I can't find it. Um, dang it. Oh, man. Oh, what I wouldn't give just to have a narrator read that book. Because I really want to read it. And that's, like, the one book on my currently reading shelf that I have not, like, finished <laughs> on Goodreads. Um, all my other books are either read or want to read. But... That poor book is sitting by itself. I got 5% of the way through it. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Um, so yeah. Okay. I'm chit-chatting a little too much. But anyway, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Tomorrow I'm going to tie up loose ends. Finish the books that I... Well, the the book. I mean, I, I don't know if I'll get into Irving Stone's <coughs> book this weekend. It's a little long. But Sunday I want to set aside for book recommendations only like if people recommend some good books this weekend i'm gonna read those i want to use that for like receiving recommendations and discovering new books because i was basically just browsing their recently added stuff to bard this evening um and just kind of picking them based on the title and the synopsis but i'm like no i want to do some recommendations so sunday i want to devote to book recommendations um because I think that would be awesome. And, oh my gosh, what time is it? Um, 8.02. Okay. Yep. I better shush because by the time you guys get this recording, it's going to be like Thursday. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you are totally participating in the readathon tonight, yay. Awesomeness. And hope you enjoy yourself. I'm going to have lots of fun. And I'm looking forward to it. It's less than an hour away. Wee! No. <laughs> um, Okie dokie, folks. Okie dokie, folkies. As my one of my teachers used to say. Okie dokie, folkies. She, yeah, she used to say that. And then when I went into college, one of, my, uh, one of the professors, he would say okie dokie. Okie dokie, artichokey. Um... Oh my gosh. I'm I like stuff that rhyme like that. I really do. Like you know how they used to say see you later alligator after a while crocodile. Shut your lip potato chip. Understand rubber band in the zoo kangaroo. <laughs> see you soon, baboon. You know what I mean, jelly bean? That's the plan, soda can. Um <laughs> I love that stuff. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> Wave goodbye, apple pie. Anyway, um, I will talk to you folks later. Have a great night and enjoy the readathon for those. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say something. Anyway, I better wave goodbye, apple pie. Um, no, I will never do that. Apple pie is amazing. Um, anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Bye bye.